0: After breakfast,
1: what's before
0: lunch? It's Austin,
2: Texas. It's weird
1: brunch.
2: Who's got an interesting fact? Ugh. Um, uh, I have one. Okay, I'm too poor for Miami. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> I'm too poor for Austin, Texas. Like, yeah, I, I do okay, I guess. I don't know. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, I am too poor to be awake today. Mm. I'd rather sleep the whole day. I, I mean, you I save money save, that way. Yeah, you do. You do. You're not going out. You're not going out to eat. You're not burning calories. Yeah. Yeah. You're just yeah. sustaining Yeah, mm-hmm. in your bed. It's you're hibernation. Breathing. Yeah.
3: Other animals do it. Just hibernate.
2: That's all we need. Yeah. My yeah. interesting fact is that Joan Crawford... Named her daughter Joan Crawford Jr., <laughs> which That's... I really liked, and I was like, "Why can't women do that if men can do that?" I mean, yeah, why is Jr. I mean, a male suffix? Yeah, and also like maybe Should... it's that women aren't as full of themselves as men yeah. think they are.
3: Well, maybe it's because they couldn't own property and. Mm. Therefore, sharing a name with their parents didn't entitle them to that property. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's all uh, real heavy to think about, guys. (laughs) 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 Jesus. I like how old that fact
3: was. Yeah.
2: Sorry.
0: That
3: had whiskers
2: on it. I've been listening to a lot of...
3: uh, I learned that the Eiffel Tower is still the tallest freestanding building in Western Europe. Isn't that weird? Really? Still. Yeah.
2: Huh.
3: I, nobody's bothered to build anything, anything taller. anything taller they're just like no ah, the shard works. in London is like seven meters shorter like they, even that couldn't get up over the Eiffel Tower I couldn't learned. get it up yep
1: <coughs> the uh, fire festival <laughs>
3: you so you watched both, so we already I the about. best thing ever yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: thanks I know I'm late Karina you don't have to rub it in by saying y'all already talked about something I mean we
2: did though we, okay. did. Totally, like, so we covered it in detail doesn't sound something like you talked new? about it on
1: mic so it is new now it's new to our We've listeners we recorded
3: an entire episode waiting for
1: you um, just on the fire festival up. Up. <laughs> that's fucked up it's gonna be released on a Wednesday yeah <laughs> Yeah. That's
2: part of our podcast. Yeah, Thing. her perked curse. It's um, called. Weird. We don't have. That. It's called weird breakfast. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's called fire. Lisa. <laughs> no. Awkward um, dinner. Awkward dinner. <laughs> 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 We're having
2: pot roast. It's not good. <laughs> Uncomfy dessert. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> Burnt dessert.
1: I did. Jello. So y'all watched both of them. Did y'all see that girl? That's like this is worse than Coach flying Coach. Yes! Oh yes, on both documentaries. Yes, yes. Too. she was on both. And I'm just like, man, bitch, we didn't rail into y'all enough. <laughs> yeah. Like you didn't catch enough shit mm-hmm. for going on that. Well, and that poor like guy that is a character where he was like the yoga guy no he like could have been the the dad of half of the people there oh, oh suck dick the, guy yeah suck yes. dick guy
2: oh no I loved him he reminded me of what's his face from America's Next Top Model the make it work oh kind that's of yeah that's he looks like he me.
3: was like that if that guy golfed
2: yeah, yeah, and was very red and maybe an alcoholic, and that's where the redness in his face comes from.
3: That poor guy, know. though, he was holding this asshole's life together for so long.
2: Yeah, and they yeah. all believed in him. Uh,
1: ne- t- t- top runway, top run. Uh, what? Uh, you said America's Next yeah. Top Runway. Uh, no, it's what's his name? What his name's Tim? Tim, Tim Gunn. Tim Gunn. That's what it but is. But you said America's Next Top Model, but it's
3: no, it's fashion. It's, it's the runway. fashion one, runway.
1: Run-
2: Project Runway. Project Runway. He's also that the voice of the butler
3: on Sophia the First, on a Disney Channel near you. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: Someone's got
1: kids. Someone's Andre got some. What happened to Andre? <laughs>
2: yeah, Santino. I only watched season. I one only saw two, the I season one. And two,
1: I too.
3: <laughs> yeah, which one was the one with like an Austin designer on it? Was that like two?
1: Chloe was from Houston. Houston. Okay. Yeah. Chloe Dash. Yeah. I don't remember that at
3: all i think yeah i was like a season two person
1: yeah she Mm. was on the season with uh
2: santino
3: that was one of those rare reality shows that was worth it yeah that wasn't just here's the formula and you'll see through it because
2: they created something cool yeah they actually seemed talented yeah Yeah. and tim gunn
3: yeah totally
1: make it work make it work make it work yeah (laughs) where's andre (laughs) <laughs>
3: you do that really well
2: oh
1: are that you? was my like I smoked a lot of weed in college and I was just, <laughs> do Tim Gunn
2: yeah all the time <laughs> I'm Lisa and this is my stand up <laughs> where are you Andre I'm sorry that was one. that <laughs> 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 sounds like you were making fun of somebody hey, making Andre, fun Andre where are you uh,
1: Andre Andre and I went to Red Lobster <laughs> See, that's, what that's happened funny. to Andre? It's, little, it's funny. It's funny.
2: She's funny. Lisa, funny. Yeah. I'm Lisa
1: Friedrich.
3: Oh, I'm Karina Magyar.
1: I'm Whitney Lamar. and I'm also Tim Gunn.
3: Oh no, we have four people today.
2: Yeah. Tim Gunn.
3: Tim Gunn should tell his own story this episode.
2: That would be so tight.
3: That'd be totally tight.
2: Now this is weird brunch. Oh yeah. Our podcast. This is uncomfortable dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's all I got. I don't know what else to say. Uncomfortable dinner. Weird brunch. Yeah. Mm. Uh Uh-oh, dessert. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, dessert. (laughs) Oh, no, not dessert. It's an Oreo, but it's inside out, so it's two creams on the outside. They had fried Oreos at that wedding I went to.
3: Wait, what? And you felt too poor for it? I
1: did. (laughs) I still do. (laughs) I mean, they were like...
2: Did you feel porio?
3: Oh God damn, damn it! it. I'm no, I'm
2: leaving. I'm sorry. It was just an opportunity, <laughs> an opportunity. Okay, I can't stop. Nope. I'm sorry. That's all right. Poryo, twist Who's it get off out of here. <laughs> Don't care.
3: Who is first? Karina. Oh, my first.
2: Uh, Karina. Oh, this is
3: heavy. Okay, here we go. Uh, so inspired by.
1: Firefest,
3: <laughs> Firefest, a little bit, and Emporios. Whitney's story of the first Lord of the Flies or the Ooh. original Lord of the Flies camp. It reminded me of this thing that I heard about a more recent, as in like 2017, study at Purdue University called Camp Dash. Oh, and Dash's Dash camp. Dash mm-hmm. stands for. Dietary approaches to stop hypertension. So, this was a study to get a bunch of teenagers together and give them a better diet and see if it long term led to less heart disease, less like. So, this blood was pressure
1: hypertension
2: problems. specifically?
3: Yes. And the researcher behind Because your girl it, got that. Mm-hmm. 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 See, you would have benefited if, if this had been done when you. Uh, you know,
2: hypertension, could you. Tell me what it is, because in my brain, it's when your elbows go the wrong way.
3: No, it's high blood pressure. (laughs) It's extremely high blood pressure. Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: Like, your blood pressure is supposed to be, like, 120 over 80, Uh and mine, without my my medication, uh, is, like, 210 over 190-something, which is, I should be dead.
3: So, this lady ran it, and she ran with Dr. Connie, Dr. Connie Weaver. sounds like this lady she was she was somebody who ran like a similar study about calcium and it literally was great and like the data led to actual calcium recommendations that made sense for children to help with bones so it's like yeah it it was daring it was drink more milk no uh it wasn't like the milk board funding it it was an independent study milk
1: board is upsetting That's
2: upsetting to hear. I'd be on the milk board. I'm fine with it. Oh. Yeah, you might You don't have to be on it.
3: I want cheese. Give me the cheese board. Oh,
2: you'll get cheese. (sighs) Lisa gets no
1: cheese. This is too punny already. I hate it.
3: (laughs) So she submits um, this idea for a study of bringing in a bunch of 11 to 15 year olds for a summer camp similar to a calcium one, where they come in for eight weeks, quick break, another eight weeks in the summer every year for three or four years. She wanted 150 participants. And then this would lead to dietary recommendations for hypertension. And everybody was like, you're cool, let's do it. And she put it through the review board and they looked it all over. And then the US government gave her eight $8.8 Point $8. eight million million to run study. Wow. Um, which is about $8.3 million dollars more than they usually give any shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it was a lot of money. Usually a half a million dollar grant is like, oh my God, we're swimming in it. So they set it all up. They start recruiting and they're mostly recruiting uh, from the kinds of, uh, this is the part that's hard to talk about, a little delicate. They were recruiting the kinds of parents who would want to get paid to send their children off to a summer camp where they would be studied. So it was mostly low-income low income. and kind of foster parents. Okay, a lot a of foster, kind of foster
1: parents. A lot
3: of foster parents and then like low-income families from the south side of Chicago and South Bend. And they were all being sent to Purdue to live in a dorm over the summer. Uh, the things that they promised were that there would be 175 staff members for the 150 students. So at any given time, there'd be a counselor or adult for every five kids. Uh, they promised all sorts of fun activities to keep the kids busy all day. Like for as far as they knew, it'd just be a fun camp with shitty food. Um, and like this, all it, camps. this does sound
1: like Firefest. <laughs>
3: that there would be. Yeah, Jaw Rule's gonna be <laughs> ja there. Jaw Rule's gonna be there. What's Jaw uh, saying? There'd be plenty of parental visits and there would be that break in the middle of the summer to go home for a week and eat whatever you want. So that's what they proposed. Um, They could only get 78 students. And that was like, critical because the amount they needed for like scientific accuracy was pretty close to that like they had to what were they going hold on to the 78 students it doesn't say exactly but like they were going for 150 150. and i think statistical significance would drop away after like below 75 Mm -hmm. so this all be a waste of time so they get 78 Um, and then they put their staff together and the staff is all undergraduate students from Purdue university. Mm -mm. So 18 to 21 Mm -mm. year olds who just declared their major, maybe not
1: smart. Sounds like a real milk board. Uh,
3: (laughs) further problem that they discovered afterwards was that only seven of the staff members were, uh, background checked. Oh, a total of seven. um, They also quickly ran out of money somehow. So like they were really cash-strapped, low on budget for the four years. Um, It was way more expensive to recruit than anybody anticipated. And so they started cost-cutting in certain ways to save money so that they could keep the society going for four years. One of the ways they cost-cut was that they uh, used a dorm in Purdue that was less to rent. Uh, That dorm was less to rent because it didn't have air conditioning. In the Aww. summer Aww. in the Midwest.
1: Porkish. That is like Houston in the summer. Yeah. It it's is real wet and hot. Yeah.
3: It's wet and hot, exactly. So this wet hot American summer with <laughs> <laughs> these eighteen to twenty one year old counselors, of whom there was usually about one per twenty five, it was more like, or one per thirty Not at one any given for time. Every four. Yeah, exactly. And then also they planned like an activity a day, like, okay, we can go to a cabin and like Cut out cardboard or something like there was long stretches of nothing to do and they had a lot of kids who were in the foster care program because of behavioral issues and then they had a lot of kids from impoverished backgrounds Mm -hmm. who have uh, just like experienced trauma or you know just haven't had an easy life and Mm -hmm. so they're not super well adjusted know how to handle shit kids.
1: They're from certain socioeconomic neighborhoods.
3: Yeah exactly. So... What happened was fucking chaos. There was immediately complaints of violence and sexual assault, uh, sex between counselors and children. uh, Of course. Just all sorts of crap going just constantly. Uh, in the first Connie. two weeks, in the first two weeks, they kicked two people out, which got them even closer to the bottom of statistical significance. So they started like saying, "Look, we really have to hold on to as many of these kids as we can." But nobody had behavioral training. None of these undergrads had any experience yeah. with at-risk. They're youth. all
2: fucking. They're also. Old, yeah, they're, they're also literally. <laughs> they're,
3: they're, there's literally accounts of them sitting in the corner checking their phone while twenty kids run wild. When was this? This was two years ago. Oh, my God. A year and a half ago. Yeah. So let me I blame Connie,
2: obviously.
3: Well, Connie took all the blame. Connie might be going to jail. Uh, They're getting sued now by the student who eventually got this thing shut down... By late July, so it ran for about two months.
2: Lisa Simpson stepped in.
3: No, um, an unnamed uh, female of twelve years old was filmed taking a shower, and that film was put onto YouTube and went viral before it got taken down. The light went out out and just came back on. Yeah, Uh, so literal child pornography got produced by Camped Dash. Um, but that, so that's, that made it famous in bad ways. And like, they had to step in and shut it down. But before then, during all the like assaults and everything like that, Mm -hmm. there's evidence that the people administering it were covering it up to keep the study going. Of course they were. And weren't reporting it, even though there was, uh, plenty of credible reports of sexual contact between children, which is like illegal not to report if you hear about it. Yeah. Um, and hold on
2: like we're doing it for science
3: yeah yeah exactly fuck
2: you dude
3: uh hold on a male participant made sexual advances towards a female lab technician a parent reported sexual activity between the parent's daughter and another participant a male participant choked a fellow child and then committed battery against an 11 year old a female participant tried to remove the pants of another male participant and stick her finger in his anus this was like and they don't that's the stuff that's in the lawsuit before that everybody was just like yeah some bad shit went down but we can't talk about it because they're all minors so that's tip of the iceberg we have no idea like exactly what was going down there they would go down into like this boiler room basement and like throw crazy ass weird parties and like Right. And nobody was, like, checking on them or, like, they get lost. Because it's
2: ultimately, yeah. like, a bunch of fucking 18-year-olds and then kids who are, like, four or five years younger than them. 14
3: and 15-year-olds, yeah. Oh, Exactly.
2: Jesus.
3: Um, So the other thing is the police were called kind of in the first week. And the police actually told them, if we get called again, we're going to shut you down because what we're hearing from this is like, this is a dangerous environment for children to be in. So like the, the police for, um, I guess Indianapolis, wherever Purdue is, um, gave them that warning and then never got called again. To keep the study going.
2: Kid who called is like dead now or something. Nobody died,
3: but a lot of people have trauma coming out of this. Um, And then let me find the story. Of
2: course they do.
3: There's, yeah. That's
2: nightmare camp. It is.
3: It's really a terrible, awful story. So
2: since this
1: is called Camp Dash, just uh, real quick, I I was calling Chloe Chloe Dash. It's actually Chloe Dow. So she is not related to this at all. Okay.
3: Chloe, you're out of this. Um, So one of the parents uh, of one of the perpetrators of the violence... Mm. Who does not defend her foster son at all, um, but is like very questioning of she went and she did like a visit and on visit day everything looked fine and everything they said was fine on a Wednesday. It was totally cool. And then on Sunday they were like, you have to get here and pull your child out of the camp now and she's like how did it go from everything's okay to we're gonna have him arrested in three days and it's because they were covering up all the shit he had been doing from even them like they wouldn't talk about it so lawsuits are flying uh there's new questions about how uh ethics reviews are happening for these kinds of studies because this went through this flew through every ethics review board and it turns out that Purdue University, which is a very prestigious university for yeah. this kind of study specifically, like their, their social sciences are really strong and their other sciences are really strong. Their internal review board is all faculty and staff without scientific background unpaid. So they care, but do they know When something's ethical or it isn't or can they tell when somebody's like oh we plan to have 175 versus here are the 175 counselors we have signed up right Mm. uh so the lawsuits are just starting to fly for this but that is the story of camp dash which kind of flew under the radar because i think 75 things happened with Trump that week so it didn't get talked about it yeah, much I don't remember hearing it it's the BBC who did a big expose on it of this course, year of course yeah. yeah nobody in America's really covered it look at what it. those
2: dumb Americans did this week <laughs> yeah exactly on top of all the other stuff yeah that's my British I feel like it was more
3: I think it sounded a little more like Tim Gunn Australian
2: Gun. uh, yeah
1: <laughs> make it work make it work ugh
3: Oh, and they lied. Yes. They said they had seventy counselors, and it turned out like nobody could account for more than forty.
1: Ugh.
3: Yeah.
2: And no background checks, no nothing.
3: No, nope. the only and th- all the training was done on how to collect data. No, right. no training on like Their how to run a camp. scientists, not
2: yeah. how to entertain children. So they thought the kids
3: would just like be chill which is the funniest part of this they thought they could bring that many teenagers in and they would just be chill
2: all by themselves that's insane well and obviously they thought the counselors would also behave themselves but no they were like what's up 12 year old
3: no it seems like it was more the teenagers harassing the counselors than the other way around there's one report of possible sexual congress that was consensual ish between both underage oh okay. people i mean i don't know if 18 uh, 18 15 kind of thing but that's not been i mean
2: that's fucked up but it's not the worst thing i've ever heard and it's
3: also not been like a, yeah anything beyond like the hints that we get of what went wrong uh i just love that they got 8.8 million dollars and they threw them in a non-air-conditioned hall to save yeah. 25 grand
2: we don't have any money it, we don't know where it went where what went the
1: money
3: the, no uh they just said it we'll cost a lot more to recruit than we thought
1: oh so it went into like a billboard somewhere <laughs> yeah probably
3: oh, jesus
2: christ do you money. fucking hate your kids send them to our camp in chicago need a break we'll take them yeah yeah
3: And it's taking a long time to prosecute because the kids came from three different states. So they're coordinating like state police from Illinois, Indiana. They're bringing
2: kids across state lines to go to a (laughs) fucking camp? Yeah. That's crazy to me.
3: It's insane. Also,
2: I would assume, at least if it's coming from any type of family that's had divorce or anything like that, like you can't just easily transport a kid across state lines like you cannot do that well it's just uh, it's Hmm. it
3: says something to me there was a lot of foster parents dropping their kids off and I'm yeah, not saying most like, OK, wrong also, I don't know what the number breakdown is on foster parents who are amazing angels and saints and who make our society better versus more like your welfare queen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like the ones who'd put their kids in this study are closer to that end of the spectrum yeah. than the like angels who, yeah. you know, well, raise kids also and new parents.
2: see someone being like, wow, they're going to a thing for Purdue, like Purdue's a prestigious- Seems legit. School. Yeah, like maybe they thought, cool. This is a good way to kind of ease our tension at home, and then we can give little Sebastian like a fun time in Chicago. Sebastian's that eleven-year-old that got his ass beat.
3: Yeah. Oh, oh, cool. They also uh, checked out all the children's confidential medical records without telling their parents. So oh that they're getting God. sued for that too—a HIPAA violation. How do you
2: how do you check out confidential records in I general? I, just,
3: you can, yeah, I think I it's all you, on our system with HIPAA. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think HIPAA is basically like, we swear, we pinky swear yeah. not to look at all these digitized records yeah. that we have in our database. Yeah.
2: Yeesh.
1: Well, I've got a three-act play over here. Okay. So speaking of sweat lodge, um, we had, uh, let's see, when was this? Who even cares? You know what I mean? <laughs> um so 2009 yeah it's in the url lisa (laughs) lock it up so in 2009 uh there was one of those you know when you go on a like i'm gonna go on this metaphysical journey with all of these people that also believe in the same thing as me and we all listen to this one guy oh yeah Um, they did
3: that in arrested development yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. you've seen it in yeah. like a million things, and they go to the sweat lodge, and then there's like comedy ensues. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes death ensues. Yeah. Um, so, police in Arizona uh, investigated a bizarre tragedy after two people died and ten others became ill while attending a so-called sweat lodge. Uh, the lodge forms part of a new age center which advises services of spiritual cleansing. Gross. Oops. 21 of the 64 people who attended on Thursday required medical care. Authorities said Tw- that they had not... How many?
2: 21 of Out the of- 64. That's high. Mm-hmm. That's one third of the people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. They because did of it drugs? Wrong. Did
3: they all get sick at the exact same time or were they just like... Eh.
1: Typically when... Uh, I feel icky. <clears throat> yeah. So I've there was another sweat lodge incident with somebody else. And I remember watching that documentary, but I cannot for the life of me remember who it was. Um, But there was another one where it was like, as soon as one person gets sick, it's kind of like a domino effect almost where it's like,
2: Mm, that's happened to me before. yeah. Yeah, I've been around like way too high and been around people who are like, I feel sick. And I'm like,
0: I fucking I sick feel sick too. too. Yeah, I'm gonna die. Yeah,
2: I also think just like different bodies
1: can handle different things, and so sure. if your body's the sim- sim- similar to mine, we're still different. So you might get sick before me, or I might. Mm. So it, it's it's it, like
3: sympathy yakking. Yeah, yeah, I totally get that.
1: Yeah. Um, so uh, let's see. Authorities had not determined the cause of deaths or illnesses. Tests for carbon monoxide and other contaminants were negative. Um, other checks were being made into whether, uh, any of the attendees had medical conditions or were fasting. Were they, I mean, were they supposed to be fasting? Isn't, isn't this a cleanse? Well, at this point in 2009, when this article was written, they were still investigating. It happened like the Thursday before October 12th, 2009. Oh, okay. So this is like fresh. Fresh shit. Um, let's see. Uh, it's not something you'd normally see at one of the resorts there, and it's unfortunate regardless of the cause," the county sheriff spokesperson Dwight Devlin said. I just figured that's what he would sound you like. You did, you did Can a I good. Can I start doing voices on this podcast? Yeah, yeah, it's a good Dwight Devlin impression. Thank
3: you, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: thank you. Um, the Angel Valley Retreat Center is sited uh, on seventy acres. Of Scrub Forest just outside of Sedona, 115 miles north of Phoenix, and is draw to many of the New Age spiritual movement. <laughs> Self-help expert and author James Arthur Ray rented the facility as part of his Spiritual Warrior retreat that began on October 3rd and oh, promised God. to absolutely change your life.
3: Spiritual Warrior. This guy has a receding hairline and a ponytail.
1: Maybe this is the thing I watched the thing on. Yeah
2: the thing i watched the thing on
3: because mm-hmm. like doesn't spiritual warrior just makes me immediately smell the man you know i know yeah. that exactly also sounds what like he something smells like
2: somebody would put in like a resume requirement like <laughs> marketing guru and spiritual warrior proficient at excel yeah <laughs> oh, jesus i just fucking hate that shit. um
1: participants paid up to nine thousand dollars for this so like The people that died paid $9,000 to die. that's how
2: I know I'll never die in like a weird cult thing. Because we're too poor to die. Yeah, we're definitely too poor to die. Like, I can't fucking do it. We're too poor to even party to death.
1: Ray spokesman Howard Bragman (laughs) confirmed that his client was holding an event at the retreat as he has done in the past. Authorities said Ray was inside the sweat lodge on Thursday evening and was interviewed at the scene. Ray had given no statement or comments on the incident other than to post on Twitter that I am shocked and saddened by the tragedy occurring in Sedona. My deep heartfelt condolences to the family and friends of those who lost their lives. The victims were aged 38 and 40 and came from New York State and Milwaukee, Wisconsin for the retreat. Jeez.
2: So the people who died were just two random people. They're not not related. Yeah. Okay. Um, This was an unusually
1: large number. Uh, of death for no of people in the lodge oh okay um also but that deaths. i assume <laughs> yeah um they've been packed in there for up to two hours which was a little over five feet in its center but less than three feet at the sides
3: oh gross why would that you th- No, like i would yoga. wait i would wait until the next session if yeah. it was that crowded that's like an elevator you don't get into
1: no uh, there were sixty-five people in there, in that elevator, mm-hmm. five feet by three feet. I don't. It says I wonder who had been packed, it. who had been packed for up to two hours in the lodge, which was a little over five feet in its center, but less than three feet at the sides. I think tall. Oh yeah,
3: that makes more sense. I'm like, I don't think you could fit sixty-five people into that. Okay, no,
1: five I don't know feet the- in
2: the center, three feet in the sides, like a tent. Yeah. Okay. But they don't say how wide Wide, the tent was. Okay. So, not in this one. This is a three act play, babies. We might. Okay. 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 We might learn more about
1: the size of the tent. Um, Sweat lodges like that one are commonly used by American Indian tribes to cleanse the body and prepare for hunt ceremonies and other events in the popular imagination. The structure used Thursday was crudely built and covered with tarps and blankets. So they built it and then they covered it with more to keep the heat yeah. in yeah, sure. as much as possible. Stones are heated up outside a lodge, brought inside and placed in pale-sized holes. The door is closed and water is poured on the stones, producing heat aiming at releasing toxins in the body. So that's our first one. That so was it's on
2: just giant human-filled sauna. Yes. <gasps> <gasps> no so, act two. so act
1: one, we had two people dead. Mm-hmm. Act two, Arizona Sweat Lodge death toll rises to three. Mm. What? Somebody got out and then died? Uh-huh. Ugh. A third person has died following, and this was October 18th, so this is six days after that first no, article. that's just somebody who was about to go anyway. Well, we'll see about that. Okay. It was old man Winkle, though. <laughs> it was Tim Gunn. Uh, um, so a man and a woman couldn't make it work oh my god (laughs) Whitney (laughs) a man and a woman died and nearly two dozen people were left needing hospital treatment Um, and then Liz Newman of Minnesota died on Saturday October whatever that was 2009 at an Arizona hospital Dwight Devlin said oh he's back Liz Newman the 49-year-old suffered multiple organ damage during the October 8th ceremony at a resort near Sedona, uh, spiritual cleansing. This is, again, three they What are they saying so, so, of? Like, just yeah, dehydration? No, or?
2: she just said multiple organs damaged. Mm-hmm. Like, is that what happens to your organs when you... Was well, this a, yeah, a sweat lodge or are a mosh pit? just crazy dehydrated. I think it's, a a like, the
1: heat. Like, I think to an extent, maybe she was being... Uh, Cooked. cooked.
3: Okay. Fuck. All right. So,
2: wow. So. Gross. uh, Sorry. You're farting. It's fine. I am.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, an emergency call actually went out two hours after they entered the lodge, uh, reporting two people not breathing. 21 people were taken to the area hospitals with illnesses ranging from dehydration to kidney failure. Mm-hmm. ah all of the other victims at this point so this is six days after that first article have been discharged from the hospital um authorities have not yet determined what caused the deaths but autopsy results on brown and shore will be the first two people that died will be subject to further testing um where was we, have this? we learned oh.
3: anything more about spiritual warrior
1: well, so all three deaths right now, as of, it, as of this time, are being treated as a homicide, but no charges had been filed. Wow. Um, all of the other victims have been discharged from the hospital. The Reverend Meredith Ann Murray, who attended Ray's retreats, said Newman was among Ray's earliest followers and had attended dozens of his events. According to Ray's website, Newman was the leader of the Minneapolis area journey expansion team.
3: Whoa. All right. The team. I can picture their
1: logo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The teams developed by Ray's friends and followers around the U.S. regularly meet to exchange ideas on his principles. Ray had rented the Angel Valley Retreat Center for a five day spiritual warrior event that culminated in the Sweat Lodge ceremony. Ray declined to be interviewed. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> but in a public appearance but in Los Ray Angeles. Ray got a lawyer. Yeah. yeah. Ray told a crowd of about 200 that he had hired his own investigative team to determine what went wrong. Mhm. Um, yeah, he did get a lawyer. And Act 3. And this is February 4th, 2010. The American motivational speaker James Arthur Ray has been arrested on manslaughter charges.
3: Oh man.
1: Ray was arrested after uh, at his lawyer's office in Prescott and then later taken a jail in northern, taken to a jail in northern Arizona. His bail was set at five million dollars. Wow. Ray's lawyers said yesterday that he surrendered to authorities, but the charges were unjust, and that they were confident he would be exonerated in court. Mm-hmm. If convicted, he faces a minimum of three years and a maximum of twelve, year, 12 years jail on each count. That's it. Mm-hmm. This was a terrible accident, not a criminal act. They say a sweat lodge ceremony. We've already been through what it is. Ray has built a multi million dollar empire as a self help superstar who teaches people about financial and spiritual wealth and uses free seminars to recruit followers to more expensive events. He soared in popularity after appearing in the 2006 Rhonda Byrne documentary, The Secret. This is the guy I saw a, a documentary about and promoting it on The Oprah Winfrey Show and Larry King Live.
3: Of course.
1: About halfway through the two-hour ceremony, some began feeling ill. So the phone call went in two hours in. So halfway through that, people were already throwing up, collapsing, and like, yeah, passing out inside of this thing. So they had been passed out and throwing up for an hour before anybody called.
3: Oh God, that's also, awful. That sounds like a bad airplane. Why are these
2: people? Fucking
1: stain in that. Well, because Ray told them to push past their physical weaknesses Mm-mm. and chided those who wanted to leave. Like, oh, I feel like I'm gonna pass
2: out. I'm gonna fucking leave.
3: You going to jail? Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Let's see. And then there's a lot of sad
1: things that about I went
2: to family. Bikram yoga a couple times, and legit almost passed out and I came like I went out and I came back and the teacher was like you should have just put your head down and I was like dude it's a hundred and four degrees in this room like everybody's farting I don't want to (laughs) fucking throw up in this room or pass out it's mm -mm. Mm -mm. I'd rather go out lay on the cold floor and let your dog lick my face that was exciting.
1: That is exciting. Yeah. Um. So authorities said they quickly determined the deaths were not accidental and focused their investigation on Ray. They conducted hundreds of interviews that looked into Ray's past ceremonies and events, including one in which a man fell unconscious during a 2005 sweat lodge ceremony at the same retreat near Sedona. Ray's lawyers have said that there was no way he could have predicted the night's events. He had heard... He had heard any pleas for help inside the pitch black lodge. He would have stopped the ceremony immediately. They said one participant in the latest sweat lodge questioned the worth of having Ray behind bars saying he could do more good by speaking publicly about how to handle adversity and contributing financially to the families of the deceased. Uh, Something the families have said he hasn't done so far.
3: Well, Why not both? (laughs) Why not throw him behind bars and make him contribute financially?
1: Yeah. Cult leaders are weird. Yeah. If I'm remembering correctly, this guy is now doing... Um, is he
3: out?
2: Hard I time? Think he's,
1: no, I think he's out. Oh. oh. And I think he's still doing motivational speaking.
3: Of course. Once you get into that scam, you never dip out. This is
1: 100% the guy. Download your free ebook. Get your complimentary ultimate performance coaching session today.
3: Okay, he is one of those. He is one of those.
1: Yeah, people love to listen. To oh, people. I saw his mugshot. Shit he
3: totally hurts. had a ponytail back what? before this reinvention.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, he did. Sorry, no, I'm looking at the documentary because it's called Enlighten Us. It's on Netflix.
3: <gasps> I'm gonna watch it. Ooh. <clears throat> because of his experience in building from humble beginnings and scratch, as well as rebuilding after hitting rock bottom post terrible crises, James has the unique experience and ability to help those at the top, those on the climb and those who must put their life back together to get up and climb again.
0: Mm.
3: See, it was a growth experience for him. So nice.
2: here's what's funny about he when grew. cult leaders so fall and then they rebuild. Yeah. Isn't that funny? It's so weird. How that happens. How everybody wants it to happen.
3: Oh, my God. One of the testimonials was about getting back to a size six. Ban. God, That's
1: I wish. That's some rebuilding. You know what? Yeah. Maybe I'll schedule that free call. <laughs> Here.
3: I clicked read more for you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, God. He's frightening.
1: Yeah, his face is nothing but Botox.
2: Yeah. Oh, very tight face. Didn't know you
3: could get that in the pen.
2: Oh. Oh. <laughs> Well speaking of fucked up Botoxed faces oh, yeah. uh my story is about a a really a dedicated guy named Carl Tanzler. Uh also known as Count Karl von Kossel, who uh was born in Germany in eighteen seventy seven and w- became a radiology technologist at the Marine Hospital Service eventually in Key West, Florida. Um, so let's talk about our guy, Carl Tanzler. Carl Tansler. Carl Tansler. Tansler. Such good names. Yeah. So born in 1877 in Dresden, Germany, In 1920, he married a woman named Donna Schaefer, and they had two kids, Aisha, interesting for a German, and Clarista Tanzler. Uh, So when he was growing up in Germany, he uh, kind of, I guess, always wanted to... Do something like he just wanted to do stuff. He just wanted to do stuff. (laughs) He didn't have a do five point two (laughs) there. Uh, no, he didn't. He just wanted to do stuff. He entered the war and stuff, uh, baby. It is do that stuff. stuff. So which war? The war.
1: The first one or the second one?
3: The first one.
1: Well, that's not the war.
3: It was at the time. It's the Great War. Yeah. Well,
1: they're all the Great War at the time.
3: <laughs> they start that way, don't
1: Mm-mm. they? I thought World War One was, was the Great War. It was called the Great War, yeah. They're all great in the eyes of the devil. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 I've <laughs> <laughs> been reading too much James Allen, Tell right? Tell
1: that
2: to your World James War James Arthur, Warren. Ray. Don't say Graham his, his name wrong. I'm sorry, James okay, I'm Arthur. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: how you get down to a six.
1: You beat the fuck out of your cat of nine tails. I'm sorry.
3: Also, I think you have to be like just smaller than us.
1: Yeah. Just like
2: just we're just not as tall. Not
3: as tall. And yeah. Sorry. Anyways.
2: No, it's fine. It's fine. So the he best war in, ever. Yeah, the best war ever. He was in Australia for most of it. And perfect place to be for yeah, that war. Yeah. Afterwards, he comes back to Germany. And that's where he decides hey, I don't. You know, I'm not into this and decides to finally immigrate to the U.S. Sailing from Rotterdam to Havana. Hmm. That's not the U.S. And then from Cuba. Bitch.
3: Did he do it in a kayak? Cause, yeah, right? Uh, yeah.
2: He goes to Zephyrhills, Florida.
3: Ew. Oh, no. Where, not a Florida story. Yeah.
2: Where his sister was. Zephyrhills. Z-E-P-H-Y-R. Z- oh, wait. Zephyr Hills. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like Zephyr Hills. Zephyr Hills. Well,
3: there are no hills in Florida, so I don't know what.
2: Yeah, Zephyr Hills. Uh, And he takes a job as a radiology technician in the U.S. Marine Hospital and uh, goes under the name Carl Von Castle. He changed
3: his last name to Von Castle?
2: I guess. I don't really know why. Because he came from a castle? mm, He didn't, though. Mm -hmm. So on April 22nd, 1930, while working at that Marine hospital, he's now working in Key West. Uh, He meets a woman named Maria Elena Milagro de Hoyos. Okay, I like um, her already. She goes by Helen.
3: Oh, no. Um, I don't like her anymore. So.
2: Helen She had all those opportunities all
3: that going for her
2: she's a local Cuban American woman who is brought into the hospital by her mom for an examination and immediately Carl is like damn this bitch is fine and he's into her but you know the fact of the matter is that her mom's there well, Helen can't just do it is right 21 years old Hot. and fucking old Carl is 53 years old. Mm. and That
3: violates half plus seven yeah, in a major yeah. way.
2: Yeah. Uh, he, Carl immediately recognized her as a beautiful dark-haired woman. Good that for him. His, so he had this weird, like very eccentric <laughs> Italian uh grandmother who had predicted for him when he was a boy that he would meet an exotic dark haired woman that's a nice safe so, prediction yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, in Italy
3: too really? in your you'll meet a lady one time Yeah.
2: in your mid 50s when me. you see an attractive 21 year old with dark hair this is what we mean
0: yeah.
2: so uh, by what everybody else had said Hoyos was like a really stunning woman just well known in Key West because she was just like hot mm-hmm. but her mom brought her in ultimately because she had fucking tuberculosis like the whole goddamn family had tuberculosis
3: Ooh, hot so, and dying
2: yeah, yeah. hot Great dying comma. doing the whole uh, Moulin Rouge thing mm-hmm. um, that's she the only had, thing I think of me too is
3: this going like like to <laughs> be like a Garden <laughs> State Cole thing Kidman coughing is, up
2: the blood don't let her come I don't on want her to it's die. a teen no no. she's gonna like Roxanne. teach him how to live Roxanne anyways sorry <laughs> that was unattractive I will sing the whole movie with you I'm I will too A 100% ready to do that until my dying day listen to that it's beauty yeah. beautiful so <laughs> Helen I just wanna stop doing this and watch Moulin Rouge I know i do too. I'm sorry uh Helen has two sisters, one named Florinda, I guess after Florida, the state she was born in, who married this guy oh. named Mario. No. She <coughs> it's succumbed Mario. to <laughs> Mario. We're not Canadian. She succumbed to tuberculosis. And then her other sister, Celia.
3: She was named after having celiac yeah, disease.
2: Yeah, and probably tuberculosis. So... Uh, <laughs>
3: Do they have a sister named Tubby?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So eventually, Helen ends up marrying this guy named Luis and he leaves her. She accidentally miscarries and moves to Hawaii.
3: On <laughs> purpose, miscarries have their own yeah, abortion probably name, word. Yeah, where
2: yeah, uh she's like officially diagnosed with tuberculosis in Hawaii, which everybody already knew that she fucking had because her whole goddamn family had it.
3: They just couldn't like figure it out in Florida. N- uh,
2: not in that part of Florida, but when she moved to Ho- or to Hawaii, to Miami. Oh. <laughs> she figured it out. So Tansler comes back into the picture and he's like, "What up?" remember how I'm into you and I'm old as fuck uh I have all this medical knowledge and I want to treat you Helen and I want to make you better so he treats her with a variety of medicines x-rays all the stuff and he brings it all to her house and he's bringing her also jewelry and clothing. And he's like, I'm so in love with you, blah, blah, blah. And Helen is like, I'm fucking 21. Like, yeah, I have tuberculosis, but you're also I'm not 53. I'm not that into yeah. you. And, uh, so he's still showering her with gifts and she's like, nah, dog, I'm okay. So despite his best efforts, she dies of tuberculosis at her parents' house in Key West in October of 1931. Tanzler is like, you know, this is upsetting, but I'm going to pay for your funeral and I want to construct an above ground mausoleum that I am going to fucking visit Every goddamn day, and okay. her parents are like, "I mean, I guess cool. Like, we don't want to pay for it, so <laughs> hey, that's what free box. Okay. So, yes. a couple years later, April 1933, Tansler creeps into the cemetery where her body is. Oh, I don't want this. And does removes he? no. her corpse. No, it's does he Gary result- her? Removes her corpse Gary. from the mausoleum. No, Whitney. I'm, I'm sorry. mad at you right I'm now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Carting it through the cemetery on a toy wagon. What the fuck? Oh, mm-hmm. that's not where I thought this was going. <laughs> on like
3: a radio flyer.
2: Taking it to his house. He said that her spirit was coming to him in the night, and that they would sit by her grave together, and he would serenade her corpse with their favorite Spanish songs. He said that she also was asking him to take her from her grave back to his house.
3: Okay. So
2: he gets the corpse back to the house and he's like, Guess what? I got all these cool coat hangers. So I'm going to stitch your body back together because it's very badly decomposed by this point. So he puts hangers through the bones and fits what? the face with glass eyes. Oh, no. And starts to replace pieces of her decomposed skin with silk cloth that is soaked in wax and then covered in plaster of Paris. Uh, her so hair was falling out, obviously, because she's a decomposing corpse. And earlier, her mom had been like, what's up, Tansler? Here's some extra hair that I have of my daughter's. And so he used that to kind of fashion a wig for her. He filled her... Fuck? Abdominal and chest cavities with rags to keep her original form. He <laughs> dressed her in stockings, jewelry, and gloves, and kept her body in his bed.
3: See, this is why we needed real dolls. Mm-hmm. I know everybody makes fun of them, but yep, you know.
2: He used scratch that it shitloads of perfume, disinfectants, and preserving agents to mask. The scent of the corpse's continued decomposition Uh, in October 1940. So he oh, took the body in 1933. What? Oh, she's been dead for nine years, bro. Seven. Well, He's had her for well, seven. Well, no, yeah. He's had her for seven. He's she had died. her out of the box yeah. for
3: seven years. Yeah.
2: Bitch has been dead for nine years. In October 1940, uh, Helen's only living sister, Florinda, hears rumors that Tansler has been sleeping with the disinterred body of her sister. And she goes to his house and she's like, <sighs> you nasty. Dude, this is fucked up. She calls the cops and... They come, find everything, and arrest him. He was psychiatrically examined and found mentally competent to stand trial. Well, yeah. And uh, he's being charged with wantonly and maliciously destroying a grave and removing a body without authorization.
3: What's that, like $50 fine? Yeah,
2: right, like $17, and you have to uh, stay away.
3: First-degree murder of a corpse. So
2: none of it is held. He doesn't get charged with anything because it's over the statute of limitations because he had her body for... How, so long 7 years yeah yeah he got away with it cuz he was fucking the corpse yeah, for too long for too long okay um so her body is examined by physicians and pathologists and they decide to put it on public display what at the dean lopez funeral home where it was viewed by as many as 6800 people for why
3: for what because educational it's,
2: purpose Preserved. <laughs> it's I not don't know.
3: Preserved. It's rebuilt.
2: Her body was eventually returned to the Key West Cemetery, where the remains were buried in an unmarked grave, so people couldn't keep fucking with it. Literally. <laughs> Literally. So the hearing and everything caused a lot of fervor about it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, they said that the public mood was sympathetic to Tanzler because they thought he was an eccentric romantic. Ew. And... Florida, uh, man. Yeah. Florida. There were rumors that said that he had engaged in necrophilia with the corpse. Of course he did. Why else would um, it have perfume? Two physicians who... Did an autopsy in 1940 recalled that a paper tube had been inserted oh. into the vaginal area of the corpse. No, that allowed for intercourse. But other people who also did no them one put paper in my that, vagina ever. Yeah. I don't care how dead I am. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I I, I I I'm not gonna do it. Don't worry, Whitney. Don't. I'm not gonna do Whitney, it. Whitney, don't. I won't. So other people said that they didn't see that, but you got to think he'd been fucking the corpse, right? I mean, he yeah, I mean, put something else in there. A paper tube? I no. There's better things to like put, a, it,
1: put a pickle in there. Put a fucking cucumber.
2: Like a hollowed out? Put a banana out? in there. I don't care. Like a, a hollowed out cucumber? Oh,
3: yeah. A banana you know,
1: peel. I feel like he's just trying to hold it open until he can put yeah. his dick in it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, but, but then you when you put just, his stick in it. Then his dick is in. Oh, you mean need the like paper. put a cucumber in and and then, then like pop it out. Dick? Put your thing got in it, and it, then got got put it, it back it. in. Okay.
3: Yeah, you could just fuck a paper towel roll. You don't need the whole corpse. But then you're gonna get accessory. That,
2: like, well, but he wants splinters. the turp accessory. I'm, There's no splinters and Yeah, you don't get splinters from. Yeah, Corp. but then you get like those
1: weird like little fuzzes all <laughs> in you. Yeah, I don't. Imagine like the little fuzzes. You don't
3: want them.
2: a little fuzzy
1: dick?
3: I don't find the paper towel roll the grossest part of this.
2: Yeah, I agree. Well, that makes one of us. <laughs> so, uh okay. After all of this, mm. in 1944, Tansler Moves to Pasco County, Florida, mm-hmm. close to Zephyr Hills. He writes an <laughs> <Zephrilis>. autobiography. <laughs> <Zephrilis laughs> writes an autobiography. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that appeared in something called Fantastic Adventures. <laughs> uh, he lived very close to his first wife, Doris. What? Mm, Where's uh, she been? Uh, in who this story? kept helping to? you know, sustain his living <laughs> until he died. God knows why. Yeah, Cause she was waiting for him to get that fucking paper yeah. tube out he of her g-
1: and he wouldn't fucking get
2: it. U S citizenship in 1950. Uh,
1: what the fuck? God, Build uh, a wall.
2: Also how so, German of him, this whole thing. is yes, Very so German. Oh so my gosh. Ultimately people think that he also somehow obtained a death, a death mask of Helen and created on top of actual corpse Helen created a life size effigy of her Mm -hmm. with the death death mask and lived with it until his death in 1952 his body was discovered on the floor of his house three weeks after his death Good.
3: With Helen skull-fucking him with a post. And they lamp found post.
2: him, yeah, in the arms <laughs> of Helen's no. effigy. No. Yes.
1: Gross. They found him fucking dick deep in a paper towel. Yeah, probably.
3: Can we just say it? That guy was pussy-whipped. I mean, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. Girl.
2: yeah. Oh, no. That girl died, and she still Still had, had him. him. Oh. Anyways. Well... So don't that's the story of creepy carl man don't put paper oh do you want to see a picture of her there it is that's her as a the effigy the, or the death no, mask that's the death- her body the one that 6,800 people viewed.
3: That looks like the Alcatraz dummy.
2: It does, right? Yeah. Well, it's because he dug up a year and a half and old put dead of Paris. body yeah. and replaced all her skin. Why not and just... stuck some hair on top of it.
3: I mean, if you want to cr- do a crafting project, I mean, he figured it out later. You can just build one.
2: The actual Helen Hoyos, she's really beautiful if you look up yeah. her actual picture, but this is... Carl, like he looks like a Nazi doctor. That's yeah, that's about right. That's what he looks like. He looks like Sigmund Freud. Yeah, ish. Not the kind of guy you want to fuck your dead Mm -mm. corpse. You know, Mm -mm. German ass motherfucker. I
1: don't. I don't hate Germans really. Uh, They're fine people.
2: Yeah, they do. I know. I know some very good. Yeah. They are all, all very the nice. Germans I've ever met have been very nice. I don't want to meet him ever. So no, you don't. I'm glad he's got that. He's
1: Yeah, they're
3: nice at first.
1: <sighs> oh. What? <laughs> oh, we'll unpack that off. Mike. I'm
3: 80% German. I can say that. Oh. Yeah.
1: Turns out I'm not nearly as much German at all mm. as what I thought. Yeah. I'm mostly Irish.
3: That's so surprising. That's not surprising at all. <laughs>
1: All right. Yeah. You know, some of us look in the mirror and see other things, you know.
3: (laughs) By the way, you're right. I have had paper in there and you don't want it. It's
1: You had paper paper?
3: It was gauze.
1: Gauze is so much different than paper. No,
3: it felt like it felt like a wad of like I just wrote a shitty page of my novel and crumpled it up and threw it in the trash can. It felt
1: That's a tampon.
3: Pokey and Wadded.
1: It's a cardboard tampon. Oh my god! I've put cardboard in my <laughs> pussy. Yes. Oh no. Yes. Well, I do hate it.
3: Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. Nobody should do it. I think we should all have
1: diva cups.
2: Yeah,
3: ga- gaping open.
2: <laughs> free bleed, man. Yeah, just I'm go down. out in the woods. Yeah, I don't care. I, I like free bleed. All this over is the why we need to
3: save the woods. I don't think we have enough woods left for all Mm. of us but mm.
2: Mm. Mm. I think we can find
1: some green belt area to go hang out for a week
2: yeah
3: go out in the woods or like a golf course
2: (sighs) yeah Yeah. what if that was a thing you could adopt like oh I'm a naturalist and uh, uh, a week every month I have to go into the woods you could
3: probably do it in Sedona they don't seem to really give a shit what you're using the land for
2: oh my god imagine being on your
1: period and going to that sweat lodge
3: Oh my god, that's good. probably what killed three people.
2: Yeah. Good. Yeah. I don't know how like I can't even sit in a hot tub for longer than like 10 minutes without being like yeah. I hate this yeah. and having to jump out and
3: Or like one of those saunas. Down. You know, I've have
2: never you ever been in a sauna?
3: If you go in a sauna with other people, the conversation is not good. It's you know yeah. what I mean? Like nobody wants to be in there. Everybody looks sad and like they're gonna die soon.
2: And saunas are so—it's that dry wood. Yeah. It's like breathing weird, wet incense.
3: It's—it's it's water that sizzles on rocks. yes yeah. it makes that's me think so of unpleasant. old
2: people. Yes, I don't. Who yeah. want to
3: die? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: they're, and they're encouraging it.
3: They're cooking themselves.
2: Encouraging yeah, it. They're like fucking cool. Move slow.
3: Cooking themselves like yeah. barbecue hammocks. I'm yep. sorry. I'm going to stop. <laughs> it sounds like I'm enjoying that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, so what did
2: uh, we learn? Um. What did we learn?
3: The world needs some more supervision. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of unsupervised
2: Pay shenanigans. Attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> Pay attention. Yeah. Pay attention. Yeah. Pay
1: attention to me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there you go. That's what the world Pink. is saying. I need attention. But did you notice? You didn't. I can. Tell. I cut my hair. I can tell. It's fine.
3: I always cut my hair every day. Nobody noticed.
1: Nobody notices ever.
2: <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. I well, think that's it. Bye. Bye. <laughs>